Welcome to The Big Show. What number is this, Rich? This is podcast number 12, the American Craftsman Podcast. I got it right. Yeah. I've been practicing since I was away. Yeah, It's good to be back. I was away for a weekend, a week, because of my injury to my foot that it was happened in, I'm not going to say it happened in Vegas, but somebody told me it happened in Vegas. Oh, yeah. What, yeah, yeah. If you what? want to hear that story, <laughs> <laughs> sign up on our Patreon page. We talked about it last week. Doesn't that stay in Vegas? Isn't that the catchphrase? Well, obviously, I thought it stayed in Vegas until I had to listen to the Patreon podcast <laughs> and realize that nothing's sacred. No. I think your tendon stayed in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. It's good to be back. I hope everybody's having a great uh, weekend, a week, uh, Thanksgiving week. Yeah, if you're listening to this, maybe Thanksgiving morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, today we're going to change it around a little bit. Uh, instead of a gripe of the week, we're going to have what we're thankful for. That's right. Which I think is as good at this time and this this stage in our lives or this 2020 the way it's going. Yeah, so. yeah. We probably don't give thanks enough. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we got a shout out to uh, the Movember is has done real well. Uh, and in fact, I actually said this before. I, I thank the person who donated, anonymous donor, who uh, brought us up to what four hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, so yeah. We're $20, so we're twenty twenty dollars away. Short of our goal, and as you can see, well, this looks like I normally look. The only one that looks different is Rob. He's got some kind of peach fuzz. He's got a little scratchiness going on. Going on under his lip, which uh, I can't wait for November to be over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So yeah, so anybody out there, we just need the twenty bucks and we'll we'll hit our goal. Yeah, twenty of you give a dollar. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, perfect. And hey, thanks to David from DWS Remodeling on Instagram. We got our shirts. Yeah, actually, yeah. finally, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. hold one up. I have mine right here. You got yours on the back of your sh- jacket. That's right. Well, I, hey, yeah, chair there. I didn't. None of us. We haven't worn them yet. Nice. D- Thank you, Dave. It's DW's remodeling. Did I say that? You said DWS, but I see the apostrophe That's his, there. Uh, his Instagram handle. Yeah. Oh. oh. Is yeah. I got it right. He, he's in Frisco, Texas. Hope you're a Cowboy fan. Yeah. Better than an Eagles fan. Yeah. <laughs> I know Frisco. I know Frisco. You've been everywhere. I've been to Frisco. You've been everywhere. Good yeah, space. thanks, David. Dave's a nice guy. Yeah, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know... You guys out there who've got your own T-shirts, uh, don't let uh, David show you up now. Yeah, no, we could do a T-shirt uh, swap. Two large, one extra large. There you go. There you go. Uh, the next part I'll leave up to uh, Jeff because he's more in touch with what's going on with this uh, this next, next uh, project of us. So I'll let you take Jeff take this away. Yeah, so um, some of you may have seen uh, I was posting about it on Instagram. Um, we forgot to mention it last week. If you watch the podcast or listen to the podcast last week, you see that we kind of, without Rich, we were like all over the place. We forgot the gripe of the week. We didn't do the tool of the week till the very last thing. We were like, I don't and know. And we went for three hours. Yeah, somehow. I don't know what the hell is going on. So Out of control. Uh, we totally forgot to mention this last week. So we're doing a, um, I had the idea to do this Secret Santa. Um, I saw on Facebook, I think, uh, somebody was doing something similar with like uh, you know women to women kind of thing. So I said, uh, why can't 
you know, us woodworkers, carpenters, you know, all these guys that kind of make sawdust, why can't we do the same thing? So the idea is um, you sign up, it's over on our website, go to the navigation bar, you'll see Secret Santa 2020, just click on there and fill it out. You know, all the details are there, but uh, so it'll be a 25 US dollar gift. You could spend more than that if you want, but you know, keep it even, um, you know, make sure it's at least 25 so you're not ripping off the guy that got you. Um, the signups close November 29th at midnight, which I'm now realizing What's what I, what I really meant is November 29th at 11 59 PM because that's the end of the day, not the beginning of the day. So, um, yeah, so you'll get assigned someone and you send them a gift and somebody will send you a gift. All right. And if you get us, yeah. So if you get us, we're going to, um, all three of us are going to send you something. So you'll get three $25 gifts. Exactly. But you only got to send us one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually we have a, uh, an, an, I don't know if he wanted to stay anonymous. I'll say he's anonymous at this point. Gentleman who, uh, he's going to be giving away two $25 gift certificates to our website. Yeah. So wow. you can get some, uh, you know, a, a t-shirt, some, some glue caps. And this is the first time hearing this too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we don't fill you on everything. No. Uh, obviously, no, we already told you. You forgot. <laughs> no, you th- no, no, you know what? Stop that. I'm not kidding. I know well, you this pull goes- that line at me all the time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. This is going back. This is going back before your surgery. Yeah, I don't remember this. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm it's, not buying it's anymore. It's that anesthesia. I'm not buying. You know, I'm going to record it now. From now on, I'm going to record everything that goes on. They have Rich on some heavy meds. If he says something outlandish today, yeah, just excuse. We blame it's not him on the Rich medication. He uses that excuse. Oh no, we told you. Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, it must yeah. have been medication. You guys got minds like steel traps. Yeah. Who am I kidding? You know, just been talking this up all early afternoon here, and it's time for the introduction of the beer of the week, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so I was hoping to get something that was kind of Thanksgiving uh, themed, maybe a turkey flavored beer. Oh, God. <laughs> Bacon flavored beer. Yeah. Uh, I've seen like the soda, the ranch yeah, dressing I've, I've soda. People have tasted that. I've t- I didn't have tasted, but I had people that have tasted it. Yeah, I've soda. never had it. It sounds foul. Uh, so here, I'll, I'll show you guys what I got. I guess, I mean, I guess it kind of is Thanksgiving themed. I just saw it and it was like, well, this kind of is appropriate. Does it have a turkey on the label? Mm, no. A pilgrim? Light. No. So this is from a brewery called Rusty Rail Brewing. Rusty Rail? And the beer is called Waffle Sauce. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, oh, okay. This is a maple pecan imperial brown ale or pecan. Do you say pecan or pecan? I say pecan. Yeah, pecan. I say pecan. Unless I want to be impressive, I say pecan. Yeah, I want to impress people. I think it kind of depends on uh, what Unless I'm talking about. It's like tomato, about. tomato. Like pecan pie? Pecan pie. Yeah, see, it's like, it depends on what you're talking about. You yeah. might say it one way or the other. I say pecan. As I said, unless I want to impress somebody, yeah. and I say pecan. I don't know. You're not what if you're in Savannah? Yeah, no. Rusty Rail Brewing. Imperial pecan, imperial, or maple pecan, imperial brown ale. Where's it come from? It's from Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. Mifflinburg! Brewing boldly in the heart of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania drivers, stay off our roads, please. 
Dunder Mifflinburg. Hope you're not an Eagle fan. He's looking at you. Doesn't smell very uh, much like maple. Oh, it's maple-y. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Tastes like something. Doesn't taste like maple, though. No, that tastes like maple to me. Yeah. It's like cough medicine. It's not great so far. Alcohol 8% by volume. It better be. Yeah, Rob snuck like a 9% beer in here last week. And we sucked them down in about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that's you guys we, are a little giddy. That's why we went three hours, I guess. And we had a second one in the Patreon podcast. Yeah. yeah that's when things got out of control. Yeah. When things were said that shouldn't have been said. I'm not going any further. We did, than that. We did pay to play. keep some secrets. All right. Well, so. what we got next? We got the tool of the week which oh we, the tool of the week i was gonna add a real good tool of the week but i was vetoed on this <laughs> but so i had to come up with my secondary tool of the week so it's my trusty weeha screwdriver german made has all the bits in it yeah i love that thing I think they call it a 26 in one, right? Yeah, 26 in one. It's very handy. See, it's it. double sided, right? Yeah, exactly. You just loosen it up like that, pull it out, flip it over. Even has a posi drive bit, which is, I was kind of surprised. Usually don't, you don't see those a lot, but this has a posi drive bit. It looks like somebody's been using this and damaged this piece there. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Yes, this is my, uh, I have another Weera uh, screwdriver as a backup. Uh, I have two of those, one at home. And because, you know what, at home I got screwdrivers all over the place. And they're always flatheads. And I don't know why I collected them. But now I just bought one, I threw them all out and just kept keep the one screwdriver mm. around. Why is that tool of the week as opposed to just uh, tool? What makes it so special? Because I love German tools. There you go. And this is uh, very affordable. It's very well made. As I said, it's got that slow motion tab that opens up to my 26 different bits that I could use. And that's about a dollar And actually spins around too. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they they're German made bits too. They have a couple different uh, versions of it, like with different... Different kinds of bits. Yeah. I think, because uh, I have that same one, they call that like uh, the a... Tradesman? Tradesman, yeah. They have a yeah, technician, I so. which I think has more like electrical kind Small. of uh, focus bits. Well, I had a better tool of the week, but... Go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it at the Patreon ah, podcast. Okay. Uh, the bonus have you, have footage. Have you paid for that? No. Have you paid? Yeah, we're, we're no, lifetime. No, no, no. Pay with blood, sweat, oh, and tears. Oh, don't you remember I paid? Blood, sweat, oh, yeah, blood, you sweat forgot. and tears. I remember. <laughs> you remember, don't you? <laughs> Where am I right now? <laughs> so the tool of the week. Tool of the week by Weeha. Yeah. Screwdriver. Put a link for it down in the description. Yeah, I actually really endorse that as well. I don't have one because I just borrow riches. Yeah, yeah I, I could tell. There's a, pa there's a pattern in that uh, train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way we like to do things around here. I know we should have locked up my bench. Yeah, around Christmas time too, you'll see a lot of sales go yeah. on, on yeah. Uh, those. So 
Is is Weha the one that does the uh, the calendar, or is that Weira? Uh, the advent the advent yeah. calendar. I think that's Weira. Yeah, yeah. Weha might make one too. I think a lot of those German companies do that. The advent calendar seems like kind of like a German thing for some reason. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we up to now? It's this is uh, what we're thankful for. Yeah, we're gonna talk about what we're thankful for. Are we gonna um, take the listener submissions first, or uh, yeah, no? We'll do that. We could do that. Or we gonna, So we'll talk about what we're thankful for. Well, yeah. I All mean, right. that's the order that's written on this okay. list. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So you want to start first? I'm Rich? not thankful for anything anymore. <laughs> I came here thankful about a lot of things, but then friends. I realized that <laughs> I'm just not thankful. No, I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Uh, I'm going to start with my, my family, my wife, uh, my four kids, uh, Ricky, Lauren, Danny, Kendall, my three grandkids, Gracie, Nate, and Balaki, or Blake, as you call them. A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm just being laid up these last couple of days has really made me think about a lot of things and I'm thankful that I have my health. Uh, there are a lot other people worse off than I am uh, who had their legs amputated and, and just can't walk anymore. But I, I have a, a small injury. I should be thankful for anything. I'm, I can't complain about anything anymore. And I have a habit of being a little bit of a, a complainer as people have, have known me. But... <laughs> What? <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm going through an epiphany. <laughs> and I also, I'm thankful for my, my two partners here. Uh, to my right, uh, Mr. Uh, Riffler. Green. <laughs> Mr. Green. <laughs> now, my two partners here, uh, if we can get together, we wouldn't be here. And, and I'm thankful for everything they do and... Uh, and help out and, and how we mesh nice together. So those are the things I'm thankful for. I'll probably have some more later on, but yeah, I have to drink this That's a good yours. start. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of ride your coattails there. Yeah. Um, definitely, uh, you know, very thankful for you guys. I'm, uh, you know, definitely blessed to be able to work a place like this and do what we do. Um thankful for you guys putting up with my bullshit all the time <laughs> no De certainly a difficult i think, I think we could all say that and it rings just as yeah true. um <laughs> you know thankful for uh my wife my son hunter Ali, Ali and hunter uh my family my health uh everything so thankful for everybody out there that you know takes the time to listen to the podcast reach yeah. out ask questions i'm thankful for all listeners yeah yeah, it's it's a cool uh you know, cool thing every week to hear from people and interact with people from Europe and Australia. Yeah. All over the place. It's, it's amazing. Except that one yeah. character from Keyport. We don't want to hear from him. <laughs> Hibbity Bibbity? Yeah, no, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Union Beach. Yeah, Union Beach. That was it. Oh well. That leads up to you, Rob. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to mirror all the the standard things that we're we're all equally thankful for our friends and our family and you know my wife Andrea my dogs Sammy Zuma we got our uh, a great house here my health 
you know, it's it's hard to if you really give it a lot of thought, not be thankful for for so much, even in uh, you know 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah, and in these tumultuous times where you know you find people so divided over issues and you know seemingly uh, ordinary events. Um, you sit back and you go, man, life is, life is pretty good. And, and in fact, almost a day doesn't go by where I say, I can't believe I made it this far. I can't believe I own my own home. I open the refrigerator and it's like, Hmm, what do I want to eat? And are there ice cream sandwiches in there? There's no ice cream sandwiches, but there is some oh devilishly good uh, ice cream in there. <laughs> and we always have plenty of treats. My wife is some treat shopper. Uh, so, you know, I'm thankful for all these things in a way that uh, I can't even measure because I didn't I didn't plan on any of this. You know, the idea of having a business and then finding partners, real partners to have a business with, because that's what we're really lucky enough to have. That's why it works. You know, all the kidding and the joking and sometimes friction and some, but that's all normal. Um, When you have a partner in life, uh, whether it's business or personal, that's what makes it good because we're always challenging each other, supporting each other. Um, I'm just thankful for all that stuff. The ability to sit here and and uh, speak my mind. The <laughs> the Have a good time. Week yeah, two is that Nat back? Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, there's one, one around Rich, wow. one around me. So that's that's just a start for us. You know, we're just thankful for everything that's uh, you know come our way, and even some of the some of the hard times, some of the bad things that have taught us lessons. Uh, whether it's teaching us that we can overcome things, teaching us how to overcome things. Um, so thank you. Thank you to the spirits. So, yeah, it's a long list. Yeah, it is. There's just so much to be thankful for. I mean, yeah. you can get through this year. Yeah. This things is... got to be looking rosy after this effing 2020. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a trying time, but, you know, for us, we've we've weathered it pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, we've known a few people that have uh, gotten sick. Nobody that's, uh, you know, been gravely ill. Um, and we have a really good little situation here. Um, so we're able to keep working, stay somewhat isolated. And, yeah, I mean... We'd love to hear from more of you out there how you're how you're making out, and uh, you want to you know pop some of these listener submissions in. Yeah, this yeah. is great. These are pretty good. So yeah. you can start. Uh, before we get into that, I want to say uh, our buddy Manny. Uh, you know we're thankful for uh, you know all the favors you've ever done us. That's right. And we know that you're always doing favors for other people. Uh, so we wanted to show you a little thanks. We got a little something coming your way. So keep an eye out on uh, I think Tuesday. Yeah, it's coming to the shop, so don't let uh, somebody get their greedy hands on it. Yeah, their greasy hands. <laughs> don't worry, it's not a, it's not a case of wine. <laughs> yeah, so it should go unnoticed. Uh, so we have our 
Listener submissions. Yeah. Oh, that is tough. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh, come in a little early and say this beer is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it'll get better. Uh, so Keith from Two Bit Woodworks, he says he's thankful for his amazing family and friends, and thankful for being a part of a great community. Keith, I hope you're doing well with your surgery. Hope everything's uh, working yeah. out all right. Yeah, hope the shoulder's feeling uh feeling okay. I- I'll second that. I mean, we actually talked about that a bit when we were uh, thinking about what we were going to do for the podcast this week, and uh, Jeff and I were talking about how this is a this is a great. <laughs> it's a, it's a really that. big net too it's not yeah, like a regular yeah. size one it's a jumbo this, this is a great community of um woodworkers we're all sort of in the same boat you know we're these small businesses we all deal with the same you know pitfalls and rather than That's being you know ultra competitive we're supportive of one another um and that's that's really i think even more rare than yeah i think that's a very rare thing these days maybe it's the times it's just the way everybody's can communicate easier with one another through social media and all that it's not like the old days you'd have to call the guy or see meet him at the bar or something like that now it's there's so much connection going on between people that's great i love it i love that it's happening yeah i mean Ryan came by this morning. We we chatted yeah, with him for a bit. Ryan from uh, Massey Carpentry. Actually, he's he's here on this list. Ryan is uh, he's thankful to be scheduled out for several months. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yeah, he's working on a couple of doors. Yeah, right down the block from us, actually. Yep. And uh, I wasn't told this, so don't say to me that. Yeah, you don't remember who Ryan is? Nobody. The guy mentioned- that came and picked up the cherry. Yeah, you know, Ryan. Remember? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Now I remember. It's all coming back to me. It's now. all coming back. This, the fog is lifting. Well, he, he needed a couple of pieces to uh, supplement this, oh, this a nice, door. Very nice move. guy. Very nice guy. Get him. You get him? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he's uh, he's creating, what, barn doors from French doors? Or is it right, so taking, uh, taking French doors and making them barn doors. Yeah, so he needed to add... Some stock to, I guess, the bottom of one of them. He needed some, you know, some thick wood to... Cherry? No, we, we glued up some maple. maple for him. Nice. And uh, and that's the way. He popped in, sent him on his way. He said, what do we owe you guys? What do I owe you guys? Uh, nothing. That's... Yeah, he said, you know, told him to pay it forward. The favor. Pay it forward. There you go. That's Nice. Uh, we got we got we have one in between there. It's from uh, Tim at True Trade Carpentry, uh, fellow Jersey guy. Family and friends, and being able to do what I love with an exclamation point. Yeah, why not? Why not be thankful for that? Yeah. Tell us what's next, Rich. <laughs> this is from Barry Conrad. Faster horses, older whiskey, younger women, more money. And my Martin guitar. Yeah. I wonder where Barry's from, if he's from like Tennessee yeah, or he's a Kentucky. Texan. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, it'll be slower horses for me. <laughs> I'd be thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. And no uh, younger woman. Yeah. I think he means the horses he's betting on. Yeah. I think so too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 there you go. About. 
That's how detached from a horse I am. <laughs> <laughs> we have Freehold uh, Raceway right over here. And, and Monmouth Park. It's actually, uh, uh, um, what's the term I'm looking for? There's like a lot of horse... Oh, racing yeah. and breeding and stuff sort of That's in this right. area. That's right. There are horse farms. Oh, right a lot of horse farms in Middletown. Here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the uh that one super famous horse that like uh boarded at Mammoth Park for a while? Yeah. The uh I don't know. I'd be lying if I told you I knew. Yeah, Seabiscuit. Yeah, there was something doing. Is that War Horse horse <laughs> from that uh World War 2 movie? World War 1. Black Beauty, I think it was. <laughs> Flicker. <laughs> 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 Not to be confused with Flipper. Yeah. You didn't remember the horse Flicker? No. That sounds familiar. Yeah, there's a story. It was what a book about my horse Flicker. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I wasn't making it up. I, I remember Flipper. Flipper, yes. Rob only knows the book Italian Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a horse. The I think that was yeah. boarded in Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> the Rocky story? Yeah. <laughs> Behind a deli. <laughs> Well, we got that from Ryan. He's he's got a lot yeah. of work uh, scheduled up for the next. Yeah, we're gonna months. have to we're gonna have to ride his coattails into the new year. <laughs> Very good. Uh, being healthy, Randall from R and M R M Craft Sand Customs. Craft Sand. Crafts and craft custom. Sand. Craft. Oh, crafts and custom. He doesn't make craft sand customs. Yeah, look at that, <laughs> Ryan. How do you make craft sand? <laughs> It's like at the fair when you get the bottle and you fill it up with the different colors. Aren't you glad you, you came don't back, that, Rich? You don't remember that, that sand art you used to get? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, pour in the course. different colors yeah. in the old Coke bottle. All right. I can't know if there's no hyphenations there. All right. <laughs> Kevin, I want to say it's Locke. I know you've uh, we've said your name a couple times on here. Let me know if we're saying it right. Kevin Locke, L-A-U-C-K. Health and family. Touche. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm embarrassed and humbled to read this next one uh, from Neil from New England Treads. Uh, your great podcast, giving me some goals to shoot for in the shop. Oh, thanks, Neil. We're yeah, we're thanks, actually Neil. thankful for you. I thought that was New Wang Land Treads. <laughs> <laughs> Anal bum cover. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, we are thankful for you. Do, yes. Doing this podcast, knowing that people are listening, I mean, it, it still kind of surprises us, and we really get a kick out of it when people write in and, uh, you know, we try to get to every single uh, inquiry yeah, and question. Yeah. yeah, Take it. Oh, this is from a, a lady who we did a job for, uh, Kim from the Highlands. Thank you for transforming my spiral, spiral staircase into something I can actually show off. Yeah, we did a job uh, in Highlands. We replaced threads on a spiral staircase using a Baltic birch or yeah, yeah. Russian ply, whiskey ply. Yeah. So I used to call it. Yeah, it came we, out real nice. Yeah. It did. We... We put out a couple of different options. We were was rich light, yep. some Baltic, uh, white oak, white oak, hardwood treads of some sort. And she went for the, uh, yeah, she went with Baltic, you know, with the exposed, yeah, that has plies, eight, sort of gray, that. Uh, sixteen or twelve different plies on, yeah, it. kind of that industrial look, like apple ply used to be. Yeah, yeah, I think it came out, it came out nice, and I think it probably, I mean, rich light would have been really cool, but. Um, with the the black steel, uh, right, right, spiral staircase, it looked 
Look pretty sharp. Look good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kim. We're happy. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we have one more from uh, Brent at Blue Ridge Customs. Thankful for those who are willing to share and teach on Instagram. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. right? Absolutely. I mean, we're still learning almost every day something new uh, from online or, you know, somebody we met online that happens to be local. Yeah, yeah, it's a great resource. And that goes back to, um, you know, Keith and talking about the community that we're a part of. And um, it's it's great to be a part of the positivity that's going on in our community. Um, you know, again, these are these are tougher times than a lot of us are used to seeing. And bucking that trend is really a great feeling. I, I feel great after we do this podcast every week because I know uh, there's there are folks out there that are enjoying it, whether it's just passing an hour or two while they're at work, you know, putting on the headphones mm-hmm. and just sort of zoning out or you know, every once in a while we have uh, <laughs> a kernel of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's not from us, something we just pass on. Yeah. Right? Well, we've had some great the guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something to be thankful for, right? All yeah. the great guests we've had in our little short career of yeah. podcasting. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have more too. We're kind of uh, taking a break now. Yeah. With everything that's going on, uh, you know, with COVID and... So, uh, you know, we'll probably uh, stick to just the three of us for uh, the next couple of weeks and see how things pan out. I know uh, Ryan, we're hoping to have Ryan on and actually Tim. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of people we'd love to have on. So, yeah. so far we've had Wild Willie. Yep. John Peters, Keith, uh, Buddy Manny. There was Is that a, everybody. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Wild Willie. We had John Keith. first, then oh, Wally, yeah, then yeah, Keith. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. All right. Seems like more. Yeah, and right. yeah, and we'd love to have any of those guys on again. That's for sure. So before we get too sappy, let's let's get on to some of the uh, the other questions, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask this first one from Jack at uh, Jack Thornton ninety eight. I guess that's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, Jack. He's asking us. What are some essential work tools to carry in the apron? I carry a pencil, a number of pencils, <laughs> tape measure, and a little precision square. And uh, a uh, plane, a hand plane. That's what I carry. I travel, yeah, I travel pretty light. I have uh, a pencil, a white pencil. A Sharpie, a uh, precision square, a double square, usually a card scraper, and a little knife, and yeah. a, and a, a big eraser, which I think uh, I think I actually I may have taken that out. I haven't really been using it a lot lately. Well, Jack, um, if you've been watching the show since uh, maybe the beginning, it was maybe our first or second episode. I think I'm going to start with the apron itself, right? We all wear Calavera leather aprons. They're they're pretty intense. Um, they're all custom made by hand, one at a time. So <laughs> I'm going to start right there with our our full bib apron. Mm-hmm. By organic animals. <laughs> I don't know if they're organic. Um, 
but essential. I mean, tape measure and pencil of choice. Um, I've uh, I take a lot of ribbing and uh, I deserve it, but I like a nice little tape measure. So he can stick a lot of things in his bib. Yeah, I got a lot. I carry I carry lots of little tools in my bib. <laughs> I have a little twelve foot tape measure, couple of mechanical pencils. I want go for red and and the regular lead. I have a double square, um, a little Alpha knife. Uh, on occasion, I'll have a uh, an apron plane. Um, I definitely have a couple of different bits for the drivers in my pockets. Um, and we all also have a, a key fob that turns on and off uh, yeah. our uh, dust collection yes. system. So those are, those are our essentials that we pretty much all have with us at any given point during the day. Yeah, because we're not far away from our benches, so it's not... <laughs> no, the shop's only 24 by 36. Yeah, it, when you're on an install, sometimes yeah. it's a little bit different. I know, yeah. Jeff, you wear a, uh, like a carpenter's yeah. bib, a carpenter's belt. We usually and all that. swap yeah. out to like yeah. more like a builder-style belt. Yeah, I wear a tool belt if I'm uh, um, out on install because, I, you know, I don't carry a mallet on my apron. Yeah. But yeah. If I'm out on an install, I have either oh, a somebody mallet. Somebody carries a mallet on his apron right. now. I, I, I can't use a mallet that's small enough to go He's on an Kleiner. apron. Kleiner Hammer. Kinderhammer. Kinderhammer. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, you don't have to be jealous. You yeah, can get I'm one. I'm not jealous. <laughs> Add it to your Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, and tape measure. I forgot to say tape measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you could only have two things, what would it be? Well, I think a tape and a pencil. You can't really do anything yeah. without that. Yeah. All right, three. What's your third? Knife. Knife? Yeah, uh, knife. Well, I could have the other things, but they just can't be in the apron. Yeah, yeah. You just These are the three things you carry. The uh, Veritas Precision Square. Okay. Tape and pencil. I think I'd go tape, pencil, and a knife. Okay. I would go with the, the double bevel. Or the, the, the double square, the double square, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I just been using it for so long, yeah, just force a habit, yeah. That I mean, that Veritas precision square, maybe it's just me, but I use that thing for an ungodly amount, yeah, that's of a, stuff. It's always in and out. I mean, it's exactly three quarters of an inch thick, so if you're like planing material at three quarter, you can yeah. use it to get, yeah. um, you know, that's to, what that is, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I like that thing too. Yeah, a little like it looks like a little framing square. Yeah, yeah. yeah keep it in my up top pocket. Yeah. yeah, forget the knife. Um, you know they they sell all these fancy depth <laughs> gauges and stuff for like setting your table saw height. You don't need that. Just yeah. use it's little square. You can, yeah. um, you know, check things for square inside corners, outside corners. Yeah, I I use my my double square for all those things. But I have to say, even though I'm getting stronger <laughs> prescriptions all the time. The, there's one side of that that I can't, almost can't read at all because the double square. Yeah, yeah. There's like a sixty fourth. <laughs> it's like every time I pull it out, I gotta flop it over now because that that side is almost useless. Yeah, it's like an it's like a machinist square almost. So it has really fine. Yeah. It's just a blur on that side. All right, Rich, you want to read the next question? Okay, what is your favorite? Shop made jig, or what are your go to most used jigs? I seem to make a lot, and the good ones are indispensable. This is from Miles from Eat Drink Wine Guy on Instagram. 
we've kind of touched on this subject before with the jigs. Uh, again, we don't, we make jigs depending on the job. Uh, and the jigs that we've used, we've kind of stabilized them, gotten uh, more from outsourced companies. So we, how could you say that? It's like we don't yeah. have a sled anymore. We bought the table saw with a slider yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, there's not too many. There's not too many jigs we have here. Again, it's based on 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 the job, on what job we're working on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I definitely agree. We don't use a whole lot of jigs because everything is so um, specific. Really, there's not a lot of uh, overlap yeah. from job to job. Uh, I just made because the one that we had before was set up for the Delta, and now we have the Unisaw or the uh, sorry the saw stop is a 45-degree miter sled. Yeah. So we're making these. They're actually sitting over here. Did a great job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it worked out uh, nicely. These, um, what do you call them? Window grills. So they fit over top of the inside of the window, you know, with the grid. So I uh, had to make up a quick miter sled to do that. So that's something that'll stick around. We have a circle cutting jig for the bandsaw, which we use quite a bit. That's pro That's probably the answer. Yeah. We yeah, I mean that. I mean, we look around. There's not a whole lot of jigs hanging up. No. Well, every time we make one that works really well for that specific job, we we tend to keep it. Yeah. And then you know, three or four months down the road, we realize we're never going to use it again. <laughs> it's just taking up space. Yeah. And we wind up disposing. We usually will will repurpose it somehow. Mm-hmm. I think we have more templates, I'll say, than jigs, and we don't even use those. Those are mostly holdovers from uh, things like making guitar bodies and routing specific openings, you know, whether it be for an outlet or a pickup or something like that. But, yeah, it, they, they're they so... You, you don't think about it until the, you're asked a question. I would say, oh, yeah, we use jigs all the time. Yeah, but we don't but, really... They're all They're like usually just a, a quick yeah. and dirty. Yeah. Um, you know, like on the dado saw, putting sacrificial fence with yeah. you might have a, a stop or, you know, we do stuff like that all the time. Yeah. But um, typically they're just use it and yeah, and on yeah. to the next thing. I, I will say one thing that I use a lot, which I, I, it's not really a jig, but uh, the bench hook. Yeah. So, um, you know, hooks over the edge of your bench and then it has a, a stop parallel to that. Good for... Um, planing and sanding and routing, cutting, all kinds of stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're into the little doodads. I mean, uh, the other day when I was planing those moldings, you made all those bench dogs for me, and I used those all day. Those, I mean, so we like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. This is, uh, this is from Wild Willie, this next question. Uh, one of our favorite guests and it's a pretty interesting question, and it's uh, it could get pretty deep. Would you use a tool brand you don't like for a paycheck? I mean, let's everybody probably understands how that would work, right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I asked Wild Willie. I said, "How big is the check?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is tongue in cheek. Yeah. Well, what would what would it what would it take, Jeff? Let's say. That uh, and we'll use uh, off-maligned uh, tool brand Ryobi as the prime example. Ryobi comes to us 
and they say, we really like what you guys are doing. Uh, we, we follow you on Instagram. We'd like to outfit your whole shop if that's the only brand that you show. You know, we want to see that lime green logo, and we want you to talk us up. What's it? What's your answer? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Not not with a, a brand like Ryobi. What if they said, we're going to give you $100,000 a year to do it? The, see, the thing is, I don't think we could get our job done the way we do with a, a tool line like Ryobi. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a big, if we're talking like, let's just talk cordless tools. Yeah. I'm a Makita guy. Right. And, and a Bosch guy for the most part. If Milwaukee came in and said, you know, we'd like to, to set the shop up with all Milwaukee tools and we're going to give you guys a, a, you know, a $4,000 a month or a or tool allowance. Yeah, or no, or I'm saying a literal paycheck. Ah, okay. Well, then there's something to be considered because at the end of the day, it's close enough. There's not really that much yeah. of a difference between your preferred battery platform and the other one. Right. It's all about very slight personal. I like the Makita track saw, but really, and I have the Makita router, but the Milwaukee router is a slightly better router. Yeah. But I have the Makita because that's what I have. I have all the batteries. And um, so, you know, it's a it's a tough question because there's a lot to be considered if if it was to ever come about. Um, I'm certainly not going to use something I don't want to for the <laughs> for for money. Right. Because uh, it, it really goes against everything that we sort of stand for. And um, you definitely don't want to feel like you're selling out. Yeah. What I mean, what is that? Uh, we could get into that because you know I come from a music background, and so that's a particularly dirty phrase. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to think that as I'm older now, I would make a more um, reasoned decision. But we, you guys know, uh, I've made some decisions in the past where I have been given the opportunity to do something that was a little distasteful for a lot of money and I didn't do it. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? Cause I think it's, it's pretty, uh, it's an, I mean, it's an interesting story and I think people would probably be interested um, in hearing about it. Well, as much as you're willing to tell. Yeah. Or care well, to when tell. I was in my twenties, um, I was, uh, a singer songwriter with a band in New York and, uh, a, a big label with a major distribution came to me and in the 80s this is the way the industry worked you had to have uh, backing from a major label um, because that's how things went um, and for those not familiar with how the record industry worked at that time a record label would sign an artist to a seven record deal so that meant that they owned you for seven records you had to give them your first seven records if they wanted, if they elected, and if they chose to drop you at any given point, they could do that as well. So it, it was a really one-sided type of thing. And then they would, once they signed you, they held all the power. They would uh, give you, they would assign a producer. They would tell you which recording studio you're going to. Um, they would have a big hand in selecting the music for the record, uh, the single. Um, 
the artwork, all sorts of stuff they had control over. Um, and they really lorded it over the artists, saying, well, you know, you can go back to playing at Seabees and, uh, you know, the bitter end and, and go to work or live on, you know, some girl's couch, or you could take our deal. So I was uh, presented with an offer, and they they really chat you up. You know, you're the best thing since sliced bread, and you go into the offices, and everybody treats you like you're Elvis. And it's kind of a special feeling. And, you know, you, after being uh, unknown for your whole life, you're kind of wondering, is this real? And then, of course, comes the, the gut punch where they say, you know, Rob, we test marketed this particular song and we want four more just like this. And you say, well, that's not really what I want to sound like. But, you know, you, you think about it and you go, well, how bad could that really be? And while you're thinking about it, they give you a call and they go, you know, Rob, we're just not comfortable with the lyrics of song A and song B. Could you change some of those lyrics? <laughs> and that's the type of, you know, chilling effect that, uh, you know, the record label could have on an artist. And all of a sudden I was starting to, to doubt who I was and why I did this and why I did that. And at the end of the day, I realized that, you know, I didn't want maybe the only record I'd ever get a chance to make because you're only guaranteed one record in these deals, the first record. Um, I, I wanted to be proud of it. I wanted to be able to show all my friends and colleagues like, look, this is, this is a record I made. That's, that's me and this is my band and these are the songs I wrote. Um, so the... The great fear was, you know, being attached to something that I couldn't be proud of and would maybe be embarrassed of and then never getting another shot to redeem myself. So it didn't it didn't happen. And they they closed down the steel gate and Electric Lady Studio was off the block and everybody who, you know, would want to be my friend stop returning my calls just just like you might imagine in like a satirical movie mm -hmm. everybody stopped knowing me <laughs> it was like from walking down you know sixth avenue hey rob how's it going to like people running away when they saw you. blacklisted <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's the long story and i guess the short story is I guess I couldn't take money for something that I didn't believe in. Yeah, and, and I mean, that story draws a lot of parallels with um, our business because, I mean, there's plenty of jobs that we... You don't do them. Right. We either flat out um, say that we don't want to do them or sort of just design our way out of it <laughs> to sort of put it nicely. I mean... <laughs> you chip away at that yeah. stone. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, do I want to get paid to use a Ryobi drill versus a Makita? And do I want to build a, a Home Depot cabinet? Right. Or do I want to build a Green Street cabinet yeah. for money? You know, yeah. I don't want to build the Home Depot cabinet, so I'm not going to take the money for it. And, and we're not obstinate or condescending about it. 
we really do believe we have the client's best interest always at heart. And we believe that there's a way to marry the two things, mm -hmm. our artistic and uh, ethical values and, and give the client what they want at or around their, their, their price point. That's something that we really work very, very hard to do. Right, Rich? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, uh, going back to this question, no. <clears throat> I wouldn't uh, sell myself to the devil. That's kind of it. It's but, a slippery you know, slope, but isn't it? It's a, tough, it's a tough thing to do when you're first starting out and you're, yeah. I could people see people getting swayed and saying, yeah, well, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I don't want to do it, but you know what? I got to make, uh, I got to eat this week or I got to feed the family this week and people might make that decision. So sure. I can't, I can't make that decision. I can't criticize people that do that. Because they don't know what the circumstances no. are. We're not. I personally can't wealthy. do that. Yeah, but I. Yeah, and that. But we have a different feeling towards this. I mean, we have a different perspective towards this. But a young person coming in that that that's offered a chance to say, "Oh, you could sponsor. Everybody's going to sponsor. You. We'll give you everything." And uh, yeah, it's a slippery it. slope, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, when does when does that when does uh, it start swaying your opinion? And you start giving a false narrative as to the reality of the tool. That's the thing. Right. That's my you know, point of contention is Ryobi pays us to use their tools. Well, even if they don't explicitly say, you have to say that these are good tools. Well, I feel obligated because I'm being paid. I'm a company man. I want to do good by the company. Right. It's not as if Ryobi's not coming to us to give us tools in secret we right. don't we don't work in this clandestine uh, bat cave and nobody knows we're using them so by uh sort of we're implying that we're using these tools to make our products so if you want to make products like us use ryobi tools yeah um so yeah you're right it's it's dishonest because we we wouldn't really use them if we weren't paid to, and um, we might be giving out um, bad advice, like advice that we wouldn't give under different circumstances. Yeah, it's just uh, untrue. Yeah. Because I'm not going to recommend Ryobi tools to anyone. Right. So it's like a spokesperson on TV. Oh, you see that Ryobi glue gun. I do have, I will <laughs> recommend the Ryobi glue gun. <laughs> we've, we've said hot that in the past. Hot, hot glue gun, yeah. Yeah, yeah hot glue gun. We, we've said that's the outlier of the tool line. And, but again, uh, it's one of those things where that might come out. If it comes out once a week, yeah. it's lucky. And it and it yeah. believe me, it's not once a week. It's maybe once a month. Um, when it does come out, it'll come out maybe a couple times in a week. Um, and it's fine for that. But a drill that I use every day, the Ryobi's not going to cut it. Yeah. And it's even if it physically could keep up with the work, it doesn't feel right in your hand. It feels like you're holding a brick. That's it's right. heavy. It's clunky and clumsy. I mean, clumsy. we've used them in the past. That, so these are these are not opinions we've formed just because we think it's not a good tool. It's just not. It isn't a good tool for us. Right. And it's not just because it's the cheap one. Right. It's just because it's just not. The ergonomics are kind of wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, we worked in a shop that had all 18 volt Ryobi drills and a couple 
of like the super cheap Porter cables mixed in. Or the Chicago pneumatics from uh, yeah, Harbor, Harbor Freight. Freight. Yeah, or Horror Fright, some people may call it. <laughs> I mean, I brought in my own drills to use because yeah. they're just, it makes... Makes a difference. Yeah, it's 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 just nice to have nice tools. Well, you, know, you know, that brings up a question that I'm going to bring up on the, the Patreon uh, part of the broadcast about this. So remind the me. Patreon? Yeah, remind me about this subject. I will. Actually, I want to say, uh, I was talking with Willie about it last night. I guess I won't say the name of the company. It's a uh, what I guess used to be a very high-end hand tool company, um, which is now owned by or owns a power tool company. You probably know who I'm talking about. I haven't owned any of their tools. I, I've looked at some of the older stuff on eBay and almost bought it. But, you know, they have this guy on Instagram who I don't know. I don't follow him. He might be a nice guy and a good word, uh, woodworker for all I know, but using this $400 miter gauge on a rigid job site table saw. So they send this guy a $400 miter gauge, and he's using it on a $400 table saw. That makes sense. <laughs> so it just, you know, the, the prospect of taking tools, free tools or tools for money, it just, it comes with a lot of, I don't know, um... You know what my Uncle John used to say? Nothing's for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay somewhere, right? Yeah. Right, Rich? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the old, old expression, you got to pay the ferryman, you know, to get across sticks. Yeah, coin on each eye. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully we answered your question. Hopefully we didn't uh, yeah. <laughs> go oh, too yeah. off path. You know we digress. Yeah, so oh if you've been listening. <laughs> you could ask a question about this. We're going to be over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who we got next? Adam at Far Out Woodworks. What's he want to know? Adam wants to know, uh, do you have any tips tips or tricks for organizing your shop? <laughs> well, this is a somewhat... Um, Appropriate, right? What what did you just pick up in the mail? Uh oh, my screw box. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, I I got a new truck recently, so I was switching around some tools and trying to pare down what I have. Um, I had a couple of those Bosch L boxes, the ones that you know click together, and they're all beat up and starting to break, and I'm just not a big fan of how they work. Uh, so I bought a sustainer screw box. So I was uh, putting that together and reorganizing our... We have a drawer full of screws. So going through that, moving things around, getting things all labeled. Um, so that's definitely, I think, a big tip. Label as much as you can and yeah. um, separate out, you know, things that don't go together. Yeah. 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 Get rid of things you don't use. The purge. <laughs> yeah, definitely purge often. And, uh, yeah, the you know, sometimes it's cheaper to, to buy something again, not like a, you know, small tools and stuff like that, but to buy something again, than to continually move it around and have it in your way. Yeah. We have a couple of auxiliary sheds, the red shed, the tool shed, the wood shed, the yellow <laughs> shed, the trailer, <laughs> the trailer <laughs> and, and things usually get outsourced. If they're coming out like the, the, the the pocket hole um, machine and, and things like that for, you know, 
drilling pockets for the hinges. Um, that goes into the red shed because it'll come out for a job and get used in a few days. And then we don't need it taking up space. We don't have an unlimited amount of space. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like the painting supplies, they're not in the shop. Yeah. Cause we, we hardly ever paint. Right. So when we paint comes in either in a tote, you know, the sprayer yeah. is on its own rolling, uh, little cabinet kind of deal. Yeah. So it comes in, it gets used when we're done, goes back out. Yeah, you have anything, uh, tips or trip, tricks? Yeah, there? we actually did. We, we talked about this in Lent at other times too about where do you put your stuff in drawers or doors? So you, do you use, I mean, it's the same concept. Whatever yeah. you feel comfortable, organize yourself the way you're going to feel comfortable. Uh, drawers make the best, better sense because they roll out and you could see in there. Doors and other cans, you got to bend down, look and see. Sometimes that piece you want is all the way in the back. You got to dig your hand in there to get it out. So me, I personally, I'd rather go with something with a lot of bank of drawers uh, and organize my things that way. Yeah. I I think what we were alluding to was staying clean is, yeah. is one of the things, you know, try and put the tools away, keep the shop clean as possible during the work day. Uh, just keep... You know, the most essential stuff out in the the arena of work. And lean. Yeah, don't don't be a collector. That's that's a separate thing. If you if you're a collector or a pack rat, have a separate room for it. They're <laughs> <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> Rich is a king of organization. <laughs> I'm not even here. <laughs> so so that would be our tips. You know, basically, uh, Stay on top of it. You know, don't let it get get to be too much and to be overwhelming. That's for sure. Yeah, I'd say a tip for getting organized. Like, let's say, um, so we uh, we did a big shop sort of overhaul and organization at the, what, the end of last year, or beginning mm-hmm. of this year, well, basically a year ago in the winter. Um, we built like a sanding cart. And oh yeah, six months later, tore it apart and redid it because it just it it didn't really work the way. Yeah. Well, also we thought, wow, if it's just an inch taller, it'll yeah. line up with this and and make that possible. So that's what we did. Yeah. So don't don't dive headfirst into <laughs> building an organizational cart or or cabinet. Maybe start with the carcass, put your stuff in it, see where it's going to go, yeah. live with it for a couple of weeks, because you might build all these drawers and doors and put this here and that there, and then two weeks later you realize this does not yeah. work, and you sank yeah. all this time and effort into it. Um, so maybe start with like a rough draft kind of build, and then you know finalize. Don't put your dividers and stuff in the drawers right away. That's good. All right, well, this, one's, this one could uh, cause some friction here, this next question. Uh, Jack, he's a frequent flyer. Jack Thornton, 98. He wants to know Phillips, square head, or star screws? Slotted for exposed always, Jack likes to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know about... Uh, the electricians use slotted all the time on the, all the uh, plugs and all that, or the outlet covers. I think he means like when we were doing the confessionals, and, and we did use... No. Did we use slotted on those with the brass washers and stuff? Those were Phillips? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I was thinking the hinges. Yeah, those were yeah, slotted. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Think. 
No, they were Phillips, I think. Were they? Yeah. No, they weren't. They were slaughtered because I remember I went in there and I pushed, pulled them all. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. We yeah. lined them all up. I lined them all up. <laughs> like yeah, it's called, it's called clocking. <laughs> yeah. Clocking your screws. Yeah. Do you guys I, clock your screws? <laughs> we did then. Yeah. That one. Because I remember I changed them all. I was, I was in there doing that. But I don't use it for a lot of uh, joinery. I, I basically use square drives or stars. Phillips. Pick one. Square. Square. Yeah. Yeah. Or the combo one that'll take both of them. Yeah. I, I'm i going to say square. Um, I, I think I could be converted to a star, but, you know, we only have those one or two sizes. Usually they're those really long ones or... When we did the deck, that was like a star, wasn't it? Or is that? Yeah, the camo screws. Yeah. yeah, that's a star. I really enjoyed those. Um, but if I had to choose between square and Phillips, I would go with the, the square head. Yeah, I like Phillips. Oh, I like my. a straight Phillips, though, not a combo, because yeah. I feel like the combo sort of um, doesn't it's, work as well. Right, it's two things that aren't as good as the individuals. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... Pre-drill everything, so yeah. it's uh, what do they call it? Camming out yeah, hasn't really an been issue. an issue. Um, if you're using a good bit, it's not an issue. I don't know. I mean, I, I work with Square as a as a carpenter for a long time, and I just I don't know. I prefer the Phillips. I like Star on like the GRK cabinet screws. Yeah, I like Phillips because you can clock the screws too. Yeah, so you get them nice. Well, you could. The square too. Yeah, square them up. A little more difficult to see. You don't see. clock them up. You square them up. Oh, I like that, Rich. I like that. Square it up. There you go. I don't know, man. To He's actually that. looking. You know, we need to get some more screws. And uh, McFeely's is who we get our screws from. They happen to be sold out of the uh, inch and a half screws. They're having a little Black Friday sale. <sighs> yeah, because Thanks now we're we're pretty much uh, trying to keep everything uh, America-made. Yeah, which yeah is, been using SPACs. It's not easy, but... Yeah, because they're made in America. Yeah, designed in Germany, made in America. We have a lot of the McFeely's, uh, I don't know what they call those, just the regular sort of... Yeah. Construction screw, not construction screw, in, an inter interior screw. I, You know, I don't know if it's just me. I mean, I've been using those... I mean, I don't even remember when I started using them. That's how long ago it was. I, I feel like the quality isn't as good. Like the the head shape isn't as it's horrible. Totally accurate as it used to be. Square their combo head. The square fits like shit, and the Phillips fits oh, yeah, like shit. They fl yeah, it's a and they strip. And I've never, now. I've never it had used to be crisper. Yeah, I never had them strip before, and these these strip. It's like they're not deep enough. Yeah. Like the, you know, the bit doesn't get enough purchase. And where are they manufactured? I don't know. I'm going to assume China. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you that's, go. That's probably, yeah. I, they may not have been at, at one point or, um, you know, which is sometimes more common. The parent company, which is probably an American company, says, these are the standards we want you to build to so that we you can save a tenth of a penny on every screw. Well, there's the other question. That's another good for the Patreon. Can can manufacturing come back in the United States? Oh man, uh, we got a lot to cover in ten minutes. Yeah, 
It's a, that's I, a I, that's another that's a subject on itself. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if we can. I really don't know if we can. Well, but I'm going to leave it like that for now. Okay. I'm gonna, it's, a, it's a little teaser. All right. So maybe you can start asking those questions for another podcast, and we can make that discussion because that's that's going to be an interesting subject. Yeah. Now those like spack it. screws, as I'm uh, yesterday re re reconnoitering uh, that drawer, we had some three by three inch by number ten or something, open up the boxes, and they had a, a bit. They're Phillips, number two Phillips. That fit was so tight. Yeah. Uh, Rob saw me. I'm over here holding the screw just in the bit and shaking it like this. No and magnet. It would not fly off. <laughs> just a little one-inch bit by itself. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So they're actually, I was in a comment thread on uh, Travis, Tools by Design. He had posted a, uh, like, sort of like a little meme. It was uh, Carpenter, and it was a guy just... What was it? It was like pe- different different people running screws in. It was like a, a landlord, and he like ran it in halfway, and then like painted over it. Carpenter like ran it in. You you have to go watch it, but you know these guys. I somehow got sucked in because I I had commented and somebody replied, and another guy started replying. They're fighting over people using drywall screws as oh. uh, you know construction screws, and about how. Well, if I'm building something that's only going to last this long, I'll use a cheap screw. And well, who de- who decides at the beginning of a project that there's this finite lifespan, lifespan of their job? I mean, that's that's quite a. I don't want to say it, but... Well, and who has the time to be picking and choosing what kind of screws you're using for what? Just buy one type of screw and use it. <laughs> well... <laughs> they don't cost anything. They're three cents a piece. That That's, you know, kind of the, the joke is, let's look into that guy's toolbox and see if he actually has uh, screws for his jobs that he, you know, predetermines will last 10 years as yeah. opposed to three. What do they say? Penny smart, dollar dumb? Yep. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Something like that. All right. Next question, please. Uh, I guess I got this one. Yeah. How do you guys assemble face frames on cabinets from terraformwoodworking.co on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it depends. If it's hidden, uh, the, the sides are hidden, uh, pocket screws. Uh, before that, I used, if there was not, I'd use biscuits and glue them and clamp them. Yeah, that's what I would put them on. I think so, he's asking, uh, how do we assemble that fa- actual face frame, not to the cabinet, but the oh, face the frame face itself. Oh, the face frame itself. Uh, pocket screws. Yeah, yeah. Pretty that's pretty much, much universal. it. Yeah. yeah, you know that that end grain to to uh, side grain joint isn't that strong, but with a pocket screw, it's not going to move. No, clamp yeah. it up. Line it up right. Just don't put that one clamp on. I think it's going to hold it. And when you're screwing, so yeah. And if you're using Craig, Craig pocket holes, it's going to move. Yeah, they always move. Yeah, those the castle holes are much better. I wish we had a castle machine. We have the the nice Chinese made Craig um, that we actually got for free from Craig. I won it at a thing I went to. Did we sold out then? No, I, I won it. It was a prize. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's different. They're not they were supposed us. to give us that janky uh, track saw that they make. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, they didn't have it. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty quick, straightforward answer. We we make them with uh, pocket holes. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of people use dominoes. I don't really see the need. It's not a structural joint. It's going to be literally attached to a cabinet. Yeah. Um, there may be applications where you have a face frame that's not supported behind. Well, then it's definitely a good idea there. If you're going to see the back and you don't want a pocket hole. Yeah. Um, you know, visible. Yeah, we take all that into consideration. We wouldn't, you know, put a pocket hole where it's going to be unsightly or anything like that where people could actually see it. Yeah. Um, then we'd go with something else. And, you know, then there's any any number of choices. Dowels. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Terraform. I have a pedal that's called Terraform. Hmm. Yeah, by Wampler. Oh, ah, yeah. Made in the USA. I know about Wampler. Yeah. I don't even play guitar. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that Judge Wampler? Yeah. <laughs> Waffler. Like, uh, no, it's just Wampler. Like our Wampler. waffle sauce. <laughs> Neil from Portland, Maine. He wants to know our thoughts on a spindle shaper. Now, Neil is actually the same Neil that asked or that said that he's thankful for the podcast. So thanks, Neil. Well, thank you, Neil. Yeah. Neil, uh, I have no desire to use a spindle shaper. Um, Why not? We don't have it. It's a big machine. We don't have the need for a spindle shaper. No, no. If we had that type of production, yes, I I could see using it. But for us... Yeah, we don't. Unless you're getting one for free. Even then... We would say, it's where no are we going to put it? Well, we've yeah. gotten rid of we've gotten rid of that one uh, yeah. shaper. Yeah, we had a small, it wasn't, I mean, it was a spindle shaper, but it was a yeah. small one, and yeah, we and actually we, had it set up for yeah. half-inch router bits. Yeah. yeah we got, we got rid of that. And that. We know what that is? That's in Jamaica somewhere, isn't it? That's right. Uh, yeah, went overseas. Guyana. Yeah, went Guyana. Guyana. Yeah. Guyana. So any of you are Guyanese uh, using it, it came from us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, if we had the space, I'd love to have a shaper because there's all kinds of crazy shit that you can do. You know, you can stack up all kinds of cutters and make different profiles. Uh, I saw uh, Jack English is a guy up in uh, Canada. I've shown you guys before. He restores a lot of old machines and stuff. He was showing yesterday this sliding, tenoning sled for a shaper. So I think it would be really cool to to build some doors, cabinet doors and stuff on a shaper. Um, But... Like we said before with the organization, we keep it as lean as possible because we only have 800, 900 square feet. So there's no room for a shaper. It doesn't get used. There's a lot of people on the uh, uh, John Peters little top uh, shops tour that he did that said, man, these guys don't even have a router table. or No. Um, we just don't use it, so we don't have right. it. Exactly. Yeah. We're lean and we're mean. I'd rather, I'd rather have a... Router table. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, then you can take it apart and put it in the uh, one of the uh, yeah. off-site places we have. Yeah. Uh, Spindle shape, you're not going to be able to move that too easy. For me, I, I'm kind of like uh, somewhere in between uh, Rich and Jeff. I, I mean, I might be inclined to, you know, use it for something if we had the, the space. That the thing I've seen them use for uh, before CNC became the way to do things in that arena guitar bodies you know now they're all cnc'd they used to be done on a spindle shaper tracing a template but that you know that two inch high cutter exposed like that and it just always you know it's not something i have a lot of experience on and that's why you know i'm a little bit 
sketchy intimidated about the, yeah, yeah intimidated that's the right word like the tools that i've been using my whole life they don't intimidate me because that's just the nature of the beast yeah i was saying this before because we were we were kind of talking about this question i'm like less intimidated by those big machines because they sort of command the respect. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've always gotten hurt on utility (laughs) knife blades and stuff like that because you just, you know, you're not thinking about it. You're just using it because it's so unassuming. Uh, But like a 16-inch table saw, when you're using it, you're locked in. You're concentrating. Because you're thinking to yourself, well, one, you know, wrong move and my freaking hand is gone. So It's funny, we, we... uh, mentioned this the other day I was on the bandsaw and the one little cut because we have a saw stop so somebody was in there and said you ever you know cut your finger on a table saw and everybody's got some sort of uh, story um, and thankfully I've never done that uh, but one time I was on the bandsaw and you know it moves kind of slow compared to uh, you know most of the spinning blades in the shop and it seems kind of, I don't know. Benign. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, you know, carving around this little thing and just just nicked my little finger, you know. Not even enough to hurt, thinking, oh, that yeah. didn't do anything. But sure enough, dude, it was a nice little bloody patch there. Um, so you're right, Jeff. You know, you don't be lulled into a false sense of security. With yeah, even, even stuff like the uh, the drum sander here. You know, you're always one second away from getting your arm sucked into oh, yeah. that thing. <laughs> what about, I had this cut that I had to wrap up twice yesterday because the orbital sander, I was sanding and uh, just touched the edge of my thumb. And um, I didn't even think I got cut. But, you know, of course, when you're working and it's maple, it happens to be yeah. <laughs> red everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I hope that answers your question, Neil. We're really, we're not, uh, we're not users of the spindle shaper. And maybe somewhere down the line, we might be. Um, maybe uh, if you got one in your shop, you could, you could tell us about it. Give us some of your experiences on it. Show us some of your work. Uh, we'd love to see it. Um, so that's, uh, that's bringing us, <laughs> what's, uh, I, I'd, I'd say, you know, Beer of the week. Yeah. Okay. I, I can tell you this. It's still full. <laughs> I, this is a this is a Green Street first. Yeah. I mean, mine's almost empty, but no, I I can't drink it. This was so disappointing. I'll say that. I had high hopes. Yeah. You know, they have this nice stack of pancakes on the front with the syrup coming down. It doesn't taste anything like maple, pecans, or waffles yeah. to me. I'm going to say I don't like the name waffle sauce. Yeah, it's it's I nonsensical. Like I like the picture. I don't think it belongs on a can of beer. <laughs> and it I didn't like the way it tasted. So, I don't know what went on at Rusty Rail, who was the guy who said, "Let's green like this." <laughs> I don't know if he's still working at Rusty Rail. He might be drinking a little too much that guy. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to try another Rusty Rail Brewing Company beer. 
if they're not out of business from this terrible beer that they made. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try another one that's not like this sort of like uh, novelty. Yeah, and we'll give it a we'll give it another listen because um, we're sure their intentions were good. Nobody puts out a bad product. I mean, it's purposefully. not a it's not a bad beer. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys have a very uh, yeah, specific sort yeah, of beer that you like. Yes, I mean, it, it's not a bad, it's not a good beer, but it's not a bad beer. But it just, it doesn't deliver on what it says it is. I can't even do it. It might have like a little bit of like an Aunt Jemima kind of maple flavor, but yeah. not. It, it just the, the flavor. I think that's what throws go. me off. It's it's the picture and waffle sauce just. It's not a name of a beer to me. Yeah. If you smell it, it smells sweet, but it doesn't smell like maple. No. The the two flavors don't go together. Which ones? The waffle sauce and beer. Like maple syrup, pecan, and beer don't belong together in the same can. Yeah, I've had maple beers that are very good, though. <laughs> maybe, right. it's, maybe it's the pecan. It must like be it. the pecan. Maybe that's pecan. more what I smell is like a sort of a... Anyway, so here's a thumbs down. Sorry, Rusty Rail. Yeah, I'll give you a middle, a middle thumb, or a middle something. Yeah, that was comes to the end of our uh, podcast. Movember, Movember dot com. Yep, it's almost over. Green Street dot com slash m slash green st. Please, twenty bucks. That's all we need to hit the goal. So month is almost over. I think uh, when's the first Monday, Tuesday? We were all. Pleasantly shocked by the huge generosity of an anonymous donor. Yeah, yeah three hundred and fifty bucks. That's a that's yeah. awesome. Now, yeah, that's not to us. That's to the to, yeah to November. Yeah, yeah, we don't get any. No, yeah, yeah. supporting yeah. men's health, uh, testicular cancer awareness. We didn't even get prostate a cancer out of awareness. Now. We did get a free mask. Just one though. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah. in my truck. That's nice. You're missing out on all kinds of stuff. I got an yeah. Etna mask. In the, yeah. bot, in the mail the other day. They probably charged you. No, they sent me a it's care not, kit. Here's this bill. free mask. It's 250 bucks. I guess when you hit <laughs> Medicare, they, they felt sorry for me. So I got this box in the mail that had tape, uh, hair shampoo, skin stuff, a thermometer. Uh, it was, was it, it like filled everything. I have no idea. Bandages. <laughs> Something to take the, toothpaste, the hair out of your nose. Snacks? Toothpaste. No, no snacks. A mask. What the hell? It was a yeah, uh, a cat kit that they called it. Uh, I, I any of you other older fellows, have you received this kit? <laughs> you have to be on Etna, though. <laughs> Etna Medicare. Did it come from Nigeria? No, I'm telling you, this is all brand brand stuff on it. CVC. It had to be connected with CVS because there were a lot of CVS things in there. There you go. Was it one of those like you send in your box tops and then you get nope, it? Nope. <laughs> I was not I was not expecting this thing at all. Huh. All right. That's strange. Uh, Jeff, explain uh, how our listeners can get can their su- own tool of the week. Oh yeah. Yeah, so if you want to support uh, the channel, we always put uh, an affiliate link, it's called, in the description. Uh, we also have a list on our website. Um, so anybody that uses that link and anything that you buy, even if you don't buy the tool of the week, if you use that link, we'll get a portion of that sale. Uh, so, you know, it helps support the podcast. If you're going to yeah. do a little Christmas shopping, you know. Oh, yeah. Every help us out. Helps. Yeah, click the link, uh, shop through that link, 
And, uh, you know, you'll help support the podcast. We take uh, time out of the week every week to to do this, um, which, you know, it's a little um, bit of, you know, selfish uh, devotion yeah. because we enjoy doing we it. We love it. We um, love it. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good time and, um, you know, we're happy to do it. Uh, but, you know, it, we're basically, it, it costs us money to do this. So we just, uh, we put the affiliate links out there to uh, help the podcast. Um, we also have a Patreon, so you can support us there. That's right. Uh, we have a a sort of a after show, so we'll do, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we just, uh, we, we watched the uh, last week's after show at Rich. <laughs> We're cracking up because it's... Uh, uh, we'll let a little more loose on there. Because we forgot what we said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll do, you know, 10, 10 minutes or so. We did about 20 minutes last week. <laughs> so you can support us there on Patreon. Um, and, you know, just keep listening. We're, we're not expecting yeah. anything from anybody. So that's, that's right. That's what we, we want we most. Want, we is, want your feedback. We yeah. want to hear from you. Tell us where you're from, what you're up to. Show us some of your work. Share with us yeah. your and thoughts. Yeah, and tell your friends about the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The more the merrier. We're a close-knit community. We are. And uh, we love it. And uh, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, yeah happy Thanksgiving. Should we... Uh, Don't eat too much. Stay safe. Thank our uh, gold-tier patrons uh, on Patreon. Yeah, so we have uh, our buddy David Murphy and our buddy Manny Siriani. Thank you. Manny, Thank you. Tuesday, keep an eye out. Something coming for um, you. Sincere thanks. To David and Manny. Yeah, it means yeah. a lot. And uh, and to all our patrons, uh, is that uh, Pavel or Powell? I figure we talk about that on the uh, Patreon oh. section. Oh, the, don't jump the gun. Yeah, oh. jump in the gun. That's oh. what this this giant dash line is. I didn't means. know what the dash Look, line meant. it says bonus footage and then oh. patrons. Oh. Okay, I have to take a break because I am squirming around in my seat. Me too. Yeah. You going to be able to get those leaves back there? So...